Hey everyone, and welcome to Theana Money, where we seek to help the good man leave an inheritance to his children's children. This is Jeremy, the host of Theana Money. Francis had many protests the last several days over a proposed change in retirement laws, which would increase the retirement age by two years by the end of this decade. This is the nation perhaps best known to many people for the French Revolution. While to some they just remember it because they had to read A Tale of Two Cities when they were in high school, as much as I like that book, myself and others look at the French Revolution and the events that were influenced by it in the time since as one of the worst events in recent centuries. If that sounds drastic to you, take some time to speculate how many other horrible events in the last few centuries might not have happened had it not been for the French Revolution and the Jacobins and other factors going into the French Revolution. By a series of logical consequences, I would argue that makes it worse. Anyways, we are talking about protests that are much less serious and with much less bloodshed and decapitation than the godless French Revolution. These protests are over retirement age increases in the nation of France. And as far as I know, no one has rolled out a guillotine into the streets of Paris to use on any political leaders over this. At least not yet. I'm thinking it probably won't get there. So we are going to look at this situation in France. And then from there, come back to the United States and talk about retirement and government social security. But before I get into the rest of the episode, I'd like to take a moment to encourage you all to subscribe to Theana Money if you haven't done so already. Tell your friends about the podcast. Just text them a link of where they can listen to it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to Theana Money. CastBox is an app where I listen to most of the podcasts I listen to. Let's you go up all the way to three times speed, which is convenient for people that have a good microphone and talk slowly. Uh, so tell your friends about it. Follow Theana Money on social media. Check out the Bonfire site where there's some cool Theana Money t-shirts and stuff like that. And uh, thank you for listening. I hope this podcast is helpful for you. So French President Emmanuel Macron has proposed pushing the retirement age in France back two years from 62 to 64 years old when you can retire and start receiving a pension, basically the French equivalent of the United States Social Security. So basically what this would do is make French citizens have to work two more years before being able to retire and begin receiving pension payments from the government. As I already said, if this proposal goes into law, then sometime by the end of this decade, the retirement age would increase to 64 from the current 62 years old. The reason for this proposed increase is simple and uh, many people, especially those familiar with American Social Security, 
with that system and its issues probably already know the answer. It cannot have more money going out in payments to retired French citizens than coming in from French workers paying taxes toward the retirement pensions. The simple rule that you cannot have more money going out than coming in for a long period of time, unless you predicted this and saved up purposely for it, like people do when they plan their own retirement, this simple rule applies to everyone, individuals, companies, and governments. From that perspective, pushing back the age by two years makes sense. That allows two more years of workers paying into the system and two fewer years of retired French citizens taking money out of the system. The French retirement and pension system, as it stands right now, is unable to last and changes such as this, this one that is being proposed, to push back the age at which you start receiving payments, that can really help keep the system from collapsing on itself. Now why is this necessary? Why is this government retirement system in France facing such issues now if it has not faced them in the past? While there are many factors that go into things like this, I think the two largest and most important factors are declining birth rates and increasing life expectancies. Declining birth rate is a major issue in many nations and pretty much some entire continents across the globe. Several years ago, I read a book titled What to Expect When No One's Expecting that I recommend on the subject. The aspect of declining birth rates that is relevant to things like government retirement pensions is that fewer people are paying into the system than there would be had birth rates remained constant or even increased. It takes a certain number of taxpayers paying into the system for every one person drawing funds out of it in order to keep it financially afloat. Declining birth rates make that difficult and even more difficult as time goes on. Once birth rates drop below the replacement level of 2.1 children per woman, that is not to say that some women have one-tenth of a child, but that is an average. So of 10 women, 9 would have 2 children and the 10th has three children, once the birth rate drops below replacement levels, keeping a system like Social Security afloat in the long run becomes basically impossible. But that is not the only issue putting the French retirement government pension system on shaky ground. An increasing life expectancy also makes it more difficult. If you are guaranteed a certain amount of money from the government every month, from your 62nd birthday until you die, then that means that the government has to give you more money the longer you live. Let's throw some numbers on it to help us grasp it a bit better. If your government pension pays you $2,000 a month, yes, I know that France does not use the US dollar, but bear with me for a fictional example. Then from your 62nd birthday on, you receive $24,000 per year from the government, 2,000 times 12. If you die at 72, then the government will have paid you $240,000 over your time in retirement, that 24,000 times 10, 240,000. But if you live to be 82, then the government will have paid you double that amount, $480,000 
and retirement pensions by the time you die. That is a difference in hundreds of thousands of dollars for one person if the life expectancy raises by 10 years. And that is only for one person. Now multiply that by potentially millions of people. That fictional example looked at a difference in 10 years increased life expectancy. But in reality, France has seen a life expectancy increase of more than 15 years since the 1950s. In the description of this episode, I have included links to some charts on French birth rates and life expectancy rates since 1950, so you can see the points I am making here. In the 1950s, French life expectancy was only in the 60s. Now it is 83 and is expected to break 90 by the end of this century. Think about the difference in retirement age of 62 with such drastically different life expectancy rates. If you start receiving retirement pensions at 62, and if you manage to live 10 years past that, you're above average compared to starting those pensions at the same age, but you are below average if you live 20 years after that. That is a major difference there. That means a difference of billions of dollars for the French retirement pension system when you think about how many French citizens are old enough to receive these benefits. So in short, people want the age at which they can retire and start having the government pay for their cost of living to stay the same, but they want their life expectancy to keep going up. That means they want the government to pay them a lot more money in retirement but they probably do not want to have to pay more into the system via higher taxes while they are working. That puts the French government and French citizens in a bit of a bind and a stalemate with one another. That being considered, I think it is reasonable for the French government to say that they are increasing the age at which you can begin receiving benefits by two years. I don't think there is anything wrong for them to periodically raise it as long as life expectancy continues to raise. I think it would be fine if the French government, say, once or twice a decade rose the age at which you could retire when those benefits would begin by half of how much the life expectancy rose since the last time they raised the age. That way the French still get to live longer on their daddy government's dime since life expectancy is raising faster than the age at which they can receive retirement pensions raises. But the French people are in an uproar over this. Presumably they, like many people in uh, many other nations, think they have a right to have the government pay for their entire lives once they reach a certain age. And that age is an inalienable right that cannot be changed by the very government that established the law to begin with. I think this has its re roots in the idea that we are just working in order to rest and relax and be lazy. We are not seeing work as a good and God-honoring thing in and of itself, but work is just something we have to do in order to pay for the times we are not working, which we are working towards as soon as possible. We want to save a lot of money so we can afford to retire at like 50 instead of being productive with our time for as long as our health allows. 
When I think of retirement, I do not think of it as a time when I stop working altogether, but a time when I am able to spend more time doing work that does not make money, but is still important work. When I think of that, I think of spending time discipling people at my church or spending time with my children and grandchildren, having my kids and their families come over for dinner more often and do a lot to continue being a mentor to my adult children and have a positive influence in the lives of my grandchildren. Stuff like that. Or going to retirement homes to read scripture and preach sermons for the shut-ins there and other things that are important, but they don't make me money, so I cannot devote as much time to them right now. That's what I think about when I think about retiring. Not stopping work altogether and watching TV and going for walks around the park every day for the rest of my life. And definitely not going to Punta Gorda, Florida and collecting seashells for the rest of my life. That's like practically the unpardonable sin if you're a reformed guy in your 20s or 30s. So part of responding to this whole thing going on in France right now is to talk about the attitude that work is bad and we should try to spend as much time lying around and being lazy as possible. Friends, work is not a result of the fall. Let me repeat that. Work is not a result of the fall. Work is harder because of the fall. You would not have thorny weeds growing in your garden had the fall never happened, but you would still have the garden. Adam and Eve had to work the Garden of Eden before Genesis 3 happened. Work is more difficult because of the fall, but it is not a result of the fall, just like childbirth is not a result of the fall, but it is more painful for women to give birth because of the fall. Another part of responding to what is going on in France right now is to remind ourselves that the government is not God. God is God, not the government. The government has certain duties and responsibilities that God gave to it, but they are not all-encompassing nor limitless. A government that starts performing duties that are not part of its sphere of sovereignty is sinning. Caring for those in old age should be the job of the family and the church, as well as the individual him or herself seeing that if you live long enough, you may reach a point where you are unable to work to provide for yourself anymore and will need some money saved up before then to cover your bills at that point. It is the job of the family as children and grandchildren do what they can to take care of elderly parents and grandparents. It is the job of the church as they help support those who are elderly, especially those who have become shut-ins. Caring for your finances when you are older is not the job of the government, but it is your responsibility, as well as hopefully that of your children, honoring you in your old age by helping take care of you. So in my opinion, there should not be any government welfare, social security, food stamps, etc., and that all of those things should be taken care of by the church, various families, and whatever charities that people may start preferably under the banner of one or multiple local churches. Talking about all that, let's bring this back to the United States. Our social security is not much different than the French system everyone is talking about right now. One of the biggest differences is the age. 
Franz's current 62 retirement age is one of the youngest ages out there. And even if they raise it to 64 like President Macron has proposed, it will still be lower than the United States age by several years. Similar issues facing the French retirement age and pensions are facing the United States social security system. United States citizens are having fewer children than our grandparents and their parents had, generally speaking. My grandfather, who unfortunately passed just the week before this episode drops, was one of ten children. I am one of four. My grandpa would have turned 90 this year, and numbers like I just threw out there are not uncommon, which shows the change in the last couple of generations with how many children people are having. That is to exemplify the dropping birth rate in the United States. A high birth rate is necessary for something like Social Security to survive, but ours has been dropping for several generations. If it were not for immigrants who tend to have more children, we would likely be below the replacement level. And immigrants tend to match the culture's birth rate after a generation or two, and there are only so many people willing and able to move to the United States, so immigration is nothing to count on when our birth rate begins to fall. And just like France, the United States also has an increasing life expectancy. Now, I think this is a good thing. In fact, since I am post-mill and think that one day we will think of someone who dies at 100 years old as accursed, then before the second advent of Christ, I would not be surprised if people are living lifespans comparable to those before the flood. But people living a long time is a bad thing when government promises everyone a certain stipend every month once you retire. It is one thing when average lifespan is only like five years past that age. It is another when average lifespan is 10 or 20 years past that point. The United States is in a predicament like that as well. When you look at average uh, lifespan, you know, 80 or 90 years ago when uh, Social Security was new compared to average lifespan now. American Social Security is a ticking time bomb before it collapses on itself. It was never meant to be long term, and it never should have been. In fact, I think it never should have been implemented to begin with. With more people retiring each year, those people are living longer and fewer babies are being born, the United States Social Security system will not last forever. If I could choose to not pay into the system and just not be able to withdraw from it when I am old enough, that would be preferable. But you do not get a choice here. That is why I posted on Theonomony's social media earlier this week that Social Security is a Ponzi scheme where instead of getting a choice if you want to join or not, a gun is held to your head and you're asked, quote-unquote, if you want to join. So far, this episode has been a little bit analysis on the situation in the United States and France and a lot of negatives. I do not want to leave this episode like that. I am not some Republican news anchor who just uh, gets you riled up about the Democrats and then moves on with no resolution. Just frustration to keep you watching my show. Maybe doing stuff like that would get Theana money more downloads, but I would take a smaller listener base in exchange for doing more to help those who do listen.
If you are years away from being able to retire and take Social Security, especially if you are in your 20s or 30s, so you are decades away from that point, you have no assurance that Social Security will still be in existence and will be an option for you when you reach that age. It could easily collapse before then. We may have to spend years paying taxes into a system that collapses before we are ever able to take the money we've paid into it back out. That is unjust, but if it happens, then I will see it as the judgment of God for the government doing stuff it never should have done in the first place, taking on roles that God has not given to it. I would just be one of the unfortunate people dealing with the consequences of decisions made by others, not myself. Even if it does not collapse, and myself and my listeners draw from it when we are older, it is difficult to live off of what Social Security pays you. Try to work towards your own retirement plan so that Social Security, if it fails, you are not destitute when you are elderly, and you also have extra funds available to you on top of Social Security if it does not fail. Invest money that you plan to not touch for years and years so that the magic of compounding interest can multiply your money many times over and the years between now and when you need it. There are many different ways you can go about investing your money toward this end. I've done some uh, using mutual funds myself, helped me make interest on my money and help with the down payment when I bought my house several years ago. If your employer has some sort of 401k match, I recommend taking advantage of it. Often employers match up to a certain dollar amount per year or a certain percentage of your income. If you can afford it, put as much money in there as your employer will match because once you are vested, that is an immediate doubling of your money. No having to wait a number of years for the stock market to do that normally. It is immediately doubled and therefore it is at times four what you put in it when it reaches the point where the stock market doubles it. You know, doubling immediately and then doubling again times four. That's the magic of compound interest. Another idea, help your parents in their old age and take care of them. And by doing that, set a model for your children and grandchildren to do the same for you. Not only is this obeying the command to honor your parents, but it is giving your children an example of your doing this for their grandparents. If your job is bearable on your aging body, then there is no shame in working beyond the age you are financially able to retire. Your extra productive work will provide more funds to support your family and be more generous to your local church and those in need, as well as to leave a larger inheritance for your children and grandchildren. Besides, if you do end up receiving Social Security, working longer can increase the benefits you receive once you do retire. That is another benefit of working an additional few years or more. So to summarize, while there are probably more factors at work here than I know of since I am not familiar with French politics, it makes sense to me that they would want to push back the age at which you can retire and receive government benefits by two years, especially when the new age of 64 would still be lower than that of many other nations. The fact that people are having massive protests over this, to me, just signals lazy people that want the government to pay for them to not have to work anymore at as young of an age as possible. 
Maybe I'm misunderstanding something with my lack of understanding of French politics and culture. But even if I am, I still think what I said is a major factor in at least some of the protesters' motivations. And like I said, I don't think taking care of your retirement is the government's responsibility. It is yours. Plan ahead. Do not count on Social Security to take care of you. Take care of your parents when they are elderly as much as you can, and teach your children to do the same with you when you are elderly. With the spheres of sovereignty element in there, I think this is a theonomic perspective on governmental retirement pensions. But I think that what I said in this episode should be things that most Christians can agree about, at least for the most part, even if they are not theonomous. So that was this week's episode of Theonomony. As we go, I want to remind everyone that the law of the Lord is perfect, sure, right, pure, clean, and true. So go apply that law in light of the gospel of Christ's atoning death and resurrection to every area of life. Grace and peace, friends. Oh, you satisfy my soul.